Well, we're pulled by our vision, and that's our mental vision. The mental capacity to see where do I want to be ultimately, right? And where do I want to be next? Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Francis. And we are honored to be here with you. Thank you for being a uh, podcast listener for all of you who are tuning in regularly. Thank you so much. And uh, also thank you for uh, the great reviews and, and testimonials that we have heard. Uh, thanks for those. And um, if you haven't left us a review or even shared with us how this podcast has impacted you, hey, we'd love to hear that from you. Uh, that actually does add value to, to us and it inspires us and keeps us uh, motivated, inspired to keep moving forward. And uh, so uh, we would love to hear from you if this has been a, a value add to you uh, and, and your, you as a human being, you and your practice. We'd love to hear how this philosophy, uh, excuse me, this uh, podcast has, has done that. We have just begun a series and this is uh, an episode uh, part two, really, uh, of the eight crazy eight capacity blocks uh, and our, our previous episode, we went through the philosophical block, and today we're going to dig into the mental block. And so, again, this podcast has served you from the mental side, right? So one of the benefits of a podcast like this is actually help you break through some of the areas of mental block or mental fatigue or uh, you know mental areas of blindness. We have blind spots, things we can't see, or maybe there's some limiting beliefs and things like that with becoming a CEO of your practice and having a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life and not instead of one, these types of things, right? These are big things. And that's what we hope and pray that this podcast supports you in this way. And so that's why I feel this episode is going to be really valuable to you today. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, and also please uh, feel free to share this with a colleague. Please do that. Um, Cause I know that right now in the times that we're living in as a chiropractor uh, in chiropractic today, we need to support and band together as brothers and sisters, as family now more than ever before. Sure. We'd love for you to share this podcast with your colleagues. If you're part of a group, drip it, drop it in there and say, Hey guys, love for you to listen to this. Uh, we, we encourage you to do that. We actually also ask you to do that because the effort that we put into this, we know, uh, we know that many chiropractors will benefit from this. And so please, uh, if, if you are able and willing, please do that. We'd love for you to do that. Dr. Steven, so good to be together today and really excited for this series that we're in. And I know this is, is hitting at the right time of the year for our docs who are listening to this. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, this is always going to be a timely message. But when it comes to blockage, if there's a mental block, we need to make sure we make the adjustment quickly. I love this series, Dr. B, because it applies to everyone. So I'm going to start where we started on the last episode, which was, you know, we're, we're, we're throwing out sort of this informal uh, challenge to everybody right now. It's like, let's tackle this right now. This, these are the crazy eight. Uh, these are the eight leading capacity blocks to your practice, right? To your business, right? So it's not pick which one is your capacity block or maybe one or two. Listen, every one of these has that has a perimeter that you're hitting, right? So every one of these. So what you want to do is you want to ask yourself, where is my philosophical capacity block? Where is my mental capacity block? Don't say, do I have one? You have one. We all do. I certainly do. I have all eight of these, right? Why? Because everything that I 
have in my business world is finite at this point. There's a perimeter, right? So I want to push against that perimeter. I want to push those fences outward. I want to increase my influence and impact, right? So I'm just running the perimeter right now looking, where are my philosophical blocks? Where, you know, where are the limitations on my on my mental capacity to see and serve more, right? So I want to always ask myself, not do I have a mental block, but where is my mental block, right? So this is a critical thing. So let's look at this. You know, we've got eight uh, capacity blocks we're going to tackle over the next eight episodes. Every week, tackle one. Just make this your homework, like spend seven days on it. You're going to say, I'm going to look at my philosophy. I'm going to search. I'm going to chase down. I'm going to seek out my philosophical capacity blocks and where are they showing up, where are they manifesting in my business, right? Uh, now it's mental blocks. This week is going to be, all right, where are my mental blocks? Like, where is it? I mean, what a great exercise to pull the Rubik's cube into it. It's like, what are the mental blocks around my vision story? What are the mental blocks around my leadership? Like, who am I to be leading? Who, what, how am I going to get to the next level of leadership? I can't even see it, right? Maybe it's mental blocks around your systems. Oh, people won't go for that. Oh, I'd love to do it this way, but people won't go for it. Is that a mental block for you around your systems? Or, you know what? I just kind of wing it as I go. You know, I'm the king of wing. Well, tell you what, the king of wing owns a job. Is that a mental block for you, right? Or is it your team? Oh, people are lazy. Oh, I can't find good people. Oh, I can't find or keep good people. I can't find a great associate doctor. They're not out there. That's a mental block, right? So, or is it around your training and making training a pride. Oh, my team doesn't want to train. Oh, I don't want to train. Oh, we already know enough, right? So we stopped training because we map really, is that your, is that your mental block, right? So I can't see the benefits of doing that anymore, right? So, or is it an energetic thing where you're just like, man, I just can't see more people. Literally, I can't see myself seeing more people. I can't see myself in my current state seeing more people. I'm exhausted, right? So if you can't see it, Dr. Pete, you can't be it, right? So we all know those cliche expressions, but you know what? That's just truth. You know, it's yeah. just like, you just are not going to be able to get to a place that you can't see, right? So this is the, you know, this is the vision that pulls us, right? So we started with our philosophy the last time we said, you're pushed by your purpose and you're pulled by your vision, right? So your purpose is a heart issue. This is your why. We're pushed by our why. It's our philosophy. Your, your philosophy is expressed as your purpose. It's like, why do you exist as a business? You're pushed by your purpose. Well, we're pulled by our vision. And that's our mental vision, the mental capacity to see where do I want to be ultimately, right? And where do I want to be next, right? Yeah. You've got to be able to see. I know where I am now. I can see it. I, I want to see, I've got to be able to see where do I want to be three to five years from now? And based on that, where am I going to be 12 months from now? Man, this is the head as we talk about heart, head, hands, feet. The heart is your why. The head is the what. Like, what does it look like? What does success look like? What is your vision story? And do I have a mental block that's preventing me from getting there? Here's a few words from our newest podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. With a staggering 91% of patients now expecting digital care from their chiropractors, it's clear that personalized communication is critical for your practice. Digital Care 100 is the premier video engagement platform in chiropractic and offers easy to use tools to create short, personable videos and send them directly to your patients. 
At the heart of digital care is the DC100 content library, your own personal archive of conversations just waiting to be had. Content ideas are already brainstormed, trends are already identified, projected and mapped out, interesting and engaging content is ready for delivery. With a built-in teleprompter and 100 plus video scripts to choose from, Digital Care 100 is engineered to keep your chiropractic moving forward 365 days of the year, and you're in the driver's seat. Ignite practice growth with Digital Care 100. Visit digitalcare100.com to learn more. Genesis Chiropractic Software and Billing Network harnesses artificial intelligence and automation to improve collections, patient retention, compliance, and staff efficiency. Being in the cloud for over 16 years allows Genesis to take advantage of artificial intelligence, provides the practice with a more accessible and secure system, allows for more seamless integrations with other technologies, and ensures you will always have access to the latest technology available on the market. Genesis Single Point Management harnesses AI and workflow automation in order to optimize the overall patient experience. For the practices that use Genesis Single Point Management as compared to all other systems, they see an increase in revenue, cash, and insurance of 62%, patient retention 26%, compliance 32%, and 33% more staff efficiency. To schedule a risk-free demo, go to www.genesischiropracticsoftware.com. That's genesischiropracticsoftware.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. So I guess the, there's a couple of things I want to jump into here. First question is, are you looking forward or are you looking back? Which way are you looking right now? Are you looking forward or are you looking back? You know, when you think about the analogy of the vehicle, um, you know, you can, you can be a person that's really fixated on the side view mirrors, the rear view mirror, even your dashboard. But when it comes to vision, somebody's got to be looking out the front windshield and has got to say, hey, this is where we're going. And in a business like yours, you might have somebody you hire to look at the dashboard. You may have somebody that you bring in that really looks at the, the you know, in the rear view and the side view mirrors, but there's got to be someone who is there that actually is looking through the looking through the windshield, looking forward and seeing where we're going and driving this thing. I'll tell you right now, if you, if you don't keep your eyes on the road, if you don't keep your eyes moving forward where you're, where you're supposed to be going, you don't have that clarity on the vision where you're going, you will veer off the road and you end up in a ditch. You know, one of the things that I have the privilege of doing is, is supporting uh, this remarkable family is doing the mindset moments. I love doing those every single Monday and I love doing those podcasts, um, excuse me, uh, webinars every single month. I've been doing that for about three years and I will tell you that, um, you know, for me, just really digging into the mindset of what does it mean to be a remarkable practitioner or have a remarkable practice or have a remarkable life and really thinking through the mindset that's required to keep it is one of the things that I've continuously, continuously being reminded of is this, you, you never, you don't get to take a break from getting, keeping your mindset right. right? You, you don't get, you, you don't, it's, it's, it's a, it's a living thing. Like you have to be sensitive to your mindset at all times. And, and, and so my first thing is, are you looking back or are you looking forward? I just want, I just want you to, I just want to ask that question because I know there's a tendency sometimes for us to be 
to be caught up looking back. And I have that had that happen. I had a moment in my career. Um, it was probably six, seven years ago now, but I remember I was, I was spending time remembering the good old days, so to speak. <laughs> I, I had, I caught myself just like, remember the way that, and it was like, I, I, I just had, I was running the wheel, the highlight reel. It's like the guy who's like still living in their high school football like days. And they're like, you know, 30 years later or something like that, you know? And it's like, there's nothing wrong with celebrating and having remembered the good old days, but it's a problem if it becomes this thing, like that's preventing you from actually moving into your destiny. It's a problem if it's stopping you from moving into what you were created to accomplish your purpose, your ultimate purpose. So first is, have you lost sight of where you're going? Do you, do you know where you want to go ultimately? Are you aware of where you even are now? Do you have an idea of where you want to go next? Are you looking front or are you looking back? That's number one. Number two thing, Dr. Steven, and I'll throw it, I want to, is where's the interference? Where's the interference coming from right now mentally? Okay. We live in a very, very noisy world. Okay. And I think we all know that. I mean, I'm navigating that with children. We're all navigating that in our own lives. We have, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of information, more information coming at you on a daily basis than probably most people, uh, you know, what is it? A couple hundred years ago, the amount of information that we get in a day is more information than most people got in a lifetime X number of years ago, however many it was. That's a lot for your mental health to try to process that. Where's the interference? What are, where's the interference mentally? I know for me, one source of mental interference was and is a limiting um, mindset and belief about what was possible for me based on maybe what other people had said. That was a mental block. It created a mental block. You can't do this because who do you think you are? Why would you even consider doing that? These types of things that maybe have been said to you or you have heard and you you have grabbed onto, you've allowed those things to be your mindset and they've created a belief system. They've created a, uh, and then a, a, a certain vision that comes with that. And that vision probably looks like a dead end. And that dead end is kind of like a little bit like, I don't want to drive down dead end roads. I'm not a big fan of that because typically you have to turn around and you're like, I don't know what to do next. So I, I'm saying this to you because I, I'm not, I'm just, I just want to say there are, there are blocks. If you look at your vision, your leadership, the systems, the, the people you're training, your energy, like Dr. Stephen, you just went to, it's so, so powerful to use the framework of the Rubik's cube here. But I really want you to see and consider where are you looking and also where's the interference? Is it an outside in source of interference or is it an inside out? Because sometimes both. we can have our own or both. Where's the, where is the block coming from? It's important to assess right now. This is probably a best practice, Dr. Steve, for us to do every year. We should every year go back through it because it's not a question of which one. It's where in my philosophy is the block. Powerful way to consider this, guys. Um, and this is a really important discipline for us to do right here at the end of, as we're, you know, this is ending the year at least when we're, we're releasing this, this episode, it's like, go back and listen to this every year, <laughs> this series, and ask yourself these questions. Dr. Steven, this is so important. I, I just see the value in this is going to be profound uh, for those that actually really do what you, what you just encourage them to do is take the couple of days and really think through and process, where is my mental block? 
this is an incredibly important CEO conversation that we're having right now because one of your bullets of your job description is vision caster, right? So if you, if you recognize that that's literally your primary role in your business is to be vision caster, okay? The vision, this is a mental image, right? So it's a mental image of what does success look like? And based on what success looks like now, next, and ultimately, it's what's important now and what's important next. Like you're literally directing the business and directing the team. So you've got to be that person. It's like, I can close my eyes and I can see what success looks like. I have a mental picture of it. I have a mental picture of what success looks like. I have a mental picture of who I need to become as a leader. I have a mental picture of what the systems need to grow up into. I have a mental picture of what the team is going to need to step into to be able to serve that, right? I have a mental picture of what our training process is there. I have a mental picture of the level of energy that the next level of this business is going to call for, right? So you have to have total clarity on that. The fruit of clarity is acceleration, right? So Clarity is your greatest accelerant. That's what that means, right? So the fruit of clarity is acceleration. You know this to be true because if you lack clarity, it slows everything down, right? So we've all been in this wonky place where it's like, oh man, I'm really I'm unsure of like where I'm going next because I really don't know where I, what I want to create ultimately. And frankly, I don't even know where I am right now, right? So that just, that wonkiness just slows everything down, right? So clarity creates acceleration, now, once you have that clarity as a leader, then you, our job is to cast the vision, like we're the vision caster. We're not just the vision creator. We're not the vision host, we're the vision caster, right? Our job is to speak into our team so that they share the same clarity and they, they can see it because we need to recruit them to help us manifest that next iteration, right? So they've got to see it, right? So they've got to close their eyes and see it. So then they can turn and they can speak that into the patients, into your community and beyond, right? So this is, this is where the vision gets cast into your people. You can't cast a vision that you don't have yourself. And right? so Nemo Dat, it's a Latin expression they use in law around property law. You can't sell what you don't own, right? So ultimately this has got to be an inside out unearthing. You got to say, okay, so where, what, what does success look like? Where are we going? And where do I have mental blocks around there? So now you know what to get working on and to reconcile. Dr. Pete, can't overemphasize the importance. It starts with us as the leaders because we are the vision caster. And Dr. Steven, I want to talk about, you You had shared a story we were when we were just chatting before about your own experience maybe in practice with an example of a mental block. And I don't know if you want to, you want to share this here. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I, yeah, thought, no, it was absolutely. Really, I thought it was a really good example. Um of, of mental block. But before I, I, you share that story, cause I think that's just a very powerful story is I want to share about just from a CEO perspective, guys, when, when you're hearing Dr. Steven talk about this, the difference between working in your business and on your business is this right here. When you talked about how you have, you know, a vision for your team, I have a vision for my systems. I have a vision for, you know, our marketing, like what, you know what that means? That means I've taken actual time to work on my business. And that's a discipline. So this is a, this is a CEO invitation to say, have you taken the time to work on your business? Have you, uh, have you allocated the amount of time that's necessary? Have you blocked the time in your daily, weekly, monthly schedule to work on your business? Because here's what I've seen working with CEOs, and some of you may be listening today, is you've realized that I need more time to work on my business. 
that my business needs me to work on it, to spend time thinking about it, to really invest my time, energy, and focus into working on it. And this is a working on it. Listening to this podcast may be a part of it, but this is just, this is scratching the surface for you. You need to go into a, a quiet room by yourself or into a, into a war room with your key people. And you need to work on your business on a consistent basis. And that's what this discipline is right here is saying, actually do, do the things that we're, we're laying out here because this is the next iteration of your business is dependent upon War, yeah, they they always say though the war is won in the general's tent. Like you got to get into the general's tent. That's how we're gonna win the war. We do it in there because if we can plan and prepare, once it comes time to execute, it's a game changer because we've actually done the time to assess and then to plan and then prepare. This is that. This is one of those disciplines is so powerful. Dr. Steven, I'd love for you to share that story. Um you know, that you had uh, just kind of maybe it was earlier on in practice at some point in your career. Uh, I, th I think it's going to strike a chord because I know it did with, with many of you who are out there contextually, if you can understand the context and extrapolate that out to your own life. But what are those things that are potentially holding you back? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a um, it wasn't just one aha moment. It was probably a series of inflection points, but it's all, you know, uh, it's it's all part of a journey. Right. So because this is a constant and never ending um life exercise, right? So to always be ch checking yourself on this. So I had a wicked mental block on volume, right? So just born and raised as a Gonstead practitioner, right? So, you know, when we came out of school, you know, my wife Camilla and I, we were ready to rock, ready to save the planet. And, you know, what we had been taught or what we took away from our experience coming out of school, we came out of school and saying, all right, so as a Gonstead practitioner, we're we're scoping and we're gowning and we are motion palpating and we're static palpating and we're checking posture and gait analysis. And we've always said the x-ray up and we take our case, uh, case management analysis, et cetera. Right. So we, we, we just had this framework of exactly what it looked like to have an office visit. And it was one person every 15 minutes. Right. So it's like, that's what it took to deliver quality care. And that's really not the most important part of what I'm trying to say here, but but that was the container that we built four people an hour. And truth was, is that, you know, it wasn't, you just had 15 minutes with me. I, I had you until the next person showed up, <laughs> you know, whether that was 30 minutes, 40 minutes, I'd teach you how to draw lines on x-rays. You know, it's like, I, you, you were mine, you know, I held you captive until that next person came. Uh, and there was, you know, there was a, there was a beauty to that, right. There was a beauty to that season for sure. But I remember sitting in a seminar and I, I heard somebody who's now a friend, up on the stage talking about seeing 1200 people a week <laughs> and uh, and man you know just just this curtain of judgment dropped down just immediately it was just like boom that's <laughs> like well you know you just not giving quality care and that must be a mill and it's rack them and crack them and you know it's just immediately my brain just went immediate to judgment and i completely rode them off and that was just my mental block of just not understanding not even to ask the question like how do you make that happen? How can you deliver excellent care? I'm eager to see that. And I want to, I want to, I want to explore that. Right. So which is a much better, healthier question to ask versus judgment. Like, Oh, you must be terrible. You must not be delivering great care and not caring about your people, whatever you're, you're just turning them over like a mill. Right. So that was, that was the limiting, you know, belief system. And that was the capacity, the mental capacity. Like I just couldn't see it. Uh, and then as I spent time, in these clinics, in these environments. And what I recognized was, man, there's some really awesome chiropractic here going on here. 
they're delivering excellent work, albeit it was different than the way I was doing things. What it did was it ignited in me the spirit of, I can do better. There, I, I can knock the corners off this thing immediately. I am wasting time. I am wasting steps. I am doing too much. I had to figure out that the adjustment starts the process. The adjustment is not the process, right? So I needed to own the fact that I was going to become an efficiency beast and my systems and my environment uh, was going to be so efficient that it wouldn't interfere with my being effective at high volume, right? So next thing you know, you know, we have a, you know, a layout that's just awesome for a Gonza doctor to see high volume. Granted, it was like an obstacle course and your prize if you made it through was you got adjusted. But you know what? We made it happen. I had exactly the right team I needed to make it happen, the exact right physical space, the floor plan, the layout, and the processes, procedures that I needed to see volume and deliver a high quality of care, the same high quality care, and dare I say, even higher quality of care because I took myself out of the way, right? And I just got present with the patient. I got really really good with my hands. And I just recognize, you know what, ultimately what had changed the most was my mental block. It was my mental capacity. Now that I could see it, I could actually become it. Right. And it was, I had to actually put myself in it, immerse it, see it and remove the mental capacity block that had prevented me from making the biggest impact that I could have made in the community, leveraging other people, systems, and communications. Here's a few words from our newest podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. At SCED, we are a chiropractic software company dedicated to helping chiropractors connect and communicate better. SCED was created by chiropractors for chiropractors and innovates using technology that's easy to use, allowing chiropractors to reach more people and make a bigger impact. SCED is your go-to assistant that grows your practice with better results and less effort. SCED allows chiropractors to connect to every patient through their mobile phone like never before, increasing retention, conversion, and reactivations all with less work. Software can seem complicated to start, so our team does all the work to get you set up and running as quickly and efficiently as possible. SCED does the hard work for you, giving you the ability to communicate and connect with your patients and community through innovative technology. Ultimately giving you the freedom to do what you do best while letting SCED do the rest. We believe all growing chiropractic offices beyond 2020 will have SCED as a driving force. To request a demo, go to www.sked.life. That's S-K-E-D.life. You can also reach Sked by emailing at info at sked.life. That's info at sked.life. At Spinal Hygiene, we are on a mission to create a greater awareness for lifetime spinal health and wellness in the world. We won't stop until taking care of the spine is as common as taking care of the teeth. The public should know that in order to preserve the health of the spine and nervous system, as well as prevent degeneration of the spine, they should be doing daily spinal hygiene exercises and have a chiropractor on their health team that they see regularly for checkups. 
We provide you with spinal hygiene products that are simple, effective, and non-prescriptive so your patients can do them, share them, and become educated about the importance of a healthy spine and nervous system. Our spinal hygiene products and kits help to build awareness, increase compliance, improve retention, and encourage more referrals into your practice. If you want to educate your patients about lifetime spinal care, increase your customer retention and satisfaction, add a new stream of income for your practice, or promote chiropractic as a part of long-term spinal health, then go to www.spinalhygieneproducts.com. That's spinalhygieneproducts.com to learn more. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. So immediately I go into, you know, every, everyone is on a journey and I, I believe it's a Robert Frost, uh, you know, poem. It talks about, you know, the road diverges and uh, I took the road less traveled and it made all the difference. Uh, and, you know, you were on a moment in your journey where you were probably facing some crossroads and you were at a particular moment when you decided to consider a different road. And I'll tell you, it's probably made all the difference in your life was being willing to actually explore that and, and being willing to go there. We've also probably heard the phrase, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. You probably heard that. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not saying it's, it's exactly truth, but I'm saying it's something that people say. And I will say this about that. I think there's a tremendous amount of value in, in actually seeing things to help you gain belief. So one of the values of, for example, uh, being a part of a tribe, like a remarkable family, a remarkable practice tribe, what I love about being a part of this is that you have amazing people, amazing doctors, amazing clinics, and, they, and we all come together. And there are things that people are doing. Um, there are things that people are accomplishing that you could actually see and, uh, and actually would be critical in you gaining the belief that you would need to actually break through mentally. I know for me, uh, uh, surrounding myself and putting myself in environments where I'm always putting myself with somebody who is ahead of me, who has done more than me, who, is, who has achieved more, that has, uh, has broken through some level of a barrier, physically, mentally, emotionally, in some area of their life, whether it be in their relationships or their, their health or their business or their finances or their whatever it might be, like you need to put yourself into environments where this actually happens for you. Okay. So one of the purposes, why would we do the remarkable CEO podcast? I'll tell you why, because we know that if we can add a little bit of this to our brothers and sisters in the chiropractic profession, because both Dr. Steven and I feel very convicted about this because we have not only seen it, but we've experienced it. And we believe that this is a part of what must happen to advance our chiropractic profession forward so that we can reach more people, so that we can achieve what I truly believe chiropractic is designed to do, which is to actually make a bigger impact in the world and truly become what it's designed to do as far as a healthcare system and model to serve humanity the way it's designed to, to be done, is that we would begin as, as doctors, as chiropractors, to begin to elevate to a higher level of consciousness, a higher level of being, and, and we would break through. So we, we felt compelled to actually create this podcast for that reason, right? So this actually is a manifestation of a vision of a mindset that we had that was, we know that in order to get to where we need to go next, and ultimately as a profession, we have to transform as individuals, our minds have to be transformed so that our behaviors transform. We're going to get into the hands and feet part 
I think in, in some of the next episodes, but you got to start with the heart and head, which is what we're doing right here in this series. You got to start here. This is that. So I, I want to challenge you and encourage you to put yourself in environments where you might go and sit on a stage. You might have to listen to somebody say some stuff that you're going to be like, where the drug curtains of judgment fall down and you realize, Hey, I hold the rope on that. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I actually decide what I'm going to allow and not allow to judge and what's going to hold me back or, or not. And putting yourself in environments where you're surrounded by people who are going to challenge your belief. They're going to challenge your, your vision. They're actually going to make your belief and vision go like this. They're going to, they're going to give you an opportunity to have an invitation to move to a higher level of, of thinking and what's possible is so important for us as a profession. It's so important for you as a CEO to continuously put yourself in an environment where your vision is being poked, where you're, you're being challenged, where you're, you're, you're being invited to another level of thinking and believing. Because some of us, it's a vision issue. Like, I just don't see it. Some of it's like, I see it, but I don't believe it. So if, a, if the believe it is the issue for you, I really encourage you to experience it. That's how you change it. Why is Disney so powerful? Because they create an experience for people. Why is, is Dr. Steven going to a practice or me going to an office? And I inserted myself in an office that was high, high volume. And I spent months working there so that I could experience it so that then I could go and create it. And I didn't have any lack of belief of what could be done because I'd already seen it and experienced it. So I encourage you also to put yourself in environments where you are seeing things, you're experiencing things so that you can not only catch the vision, but you actually get the belief. The belief is begins to get rooted in and from that place of not only seeing it, but believing it, you know what I have? I have conviction. So now when I share my vision and you remember visions are caught, not taught. So when I share my vision with my team, they actually catch it, not only because I see it, but because I believe it. And the belief part goes back to the heart of it where now it's not only here, it's dropped into here. And so when I share my vision, when I cast my vision, not only did you hear me, but you heard me. And you begin to get it. And now it's like, oh, I'm starting to catch it. I think I finally am getting, you know that, you know, when people say, you know what, doc, I've heard you say this to me over and over and over table side. And I finally, I think I'm finally getting it. You know, when patients say that to you, you have to repeat things over and over. You got to put yourself in environments. We're going to be in that space. We're finally it made it those 12 inches right down. So here can be the block. Here can be the block. These two go hand in hand. Dr. Steven, this is just such a powerful uh, part because so many of our CEOs to go from being the remarkable uh, business owner and, and owner operator to being a remarkable CEO, that transformation. And then from that to whatever is next, this is such a mental thing to be able to walk through this transformation. It's so mental. Uh, here. And so I, I just think it's so important that we've taken time even here today, just to, to press on this, press pause here and say, where is the mental block right now for you as the CEO for your practice right now? Where is that mental block, Dr. Steven? Yeah, I love the expression that visions are caught, not taught. Uh, and it's been my experience that there's nothing more contagious than the vision of chiropractic. Um, you know, what the world needs now is chiropractic. There's no question about it, right? So that, that is more clear now than ever. Uh, the question is, is where is that being blocked in your practice? Where, where is that not getting through? Is, is the, does the block just start with you? Is, the, is there a mental block with you 
that you need to surmount. You need, there, there, we need to reconcile that so that you can convey that to your team. So is the mental block with your team? It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm good with me. And it's, it's my team. I just, I really either haven't tried to, or it's been too long since, or maybe I've tolerated just, I don't have a player's, there's not interest there. It's like, there's a misalignment here between their core values and uh, they don't buy into our vision. So it's like, it's like, where is the mental block? Let's go hunt that down. Let's go find it. Right. And let's get to work. Let's, let's make this actionable. So there's your homework assignment guys. As you know, we're on this virtual challenge with you over the next, let's call it X eight weeks. We got the crazy eight. It's going to be eight episodes. Each one of these is a container. Each one of these, your practice is being limited on some level. Even if you're having extraordinary success, there is a limit to it right now. Let's go find it. Let's go find that perimeter. Let's go kick that wall down. Let's go push off against that fence and expand your reach and impact. Um, and ultimately, any one of these could change your business, change your practice. Can you imagine? I so look forward to hearing the success stories when we address all eight of them. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.